0: Hi, welcome to Smosh Mouth. I'm Shane.
1: And I'm Amanda. And we have a special guest here today, Arasha Lani. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Arasha.
0: Um, we're going to be talking about something uh, pretty cool. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it it's cool. cool. Oh. Uh, it was revealed about a month ago at Anthony's funeral oh, that Arasha uh, did a conservative dating app commercial. Yeah. And uh, so we thought we'd bring you on to talk about it and kind of talk about acting careers in general, because uh, I don't feel like that's an uncommon thing to end up on a project that you're like, I can't believe I did that one.
1: Yeah, I feel like people don't realize that. That's Sometimes you end up on a project and you're like, oh my god. What happened? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I you can definitely assume that the the anybody who isn't in the industry is probably thinking like you see the job at full and you're yeah. like oh I'd like to apply for mm. this um, which normally in any other industry you have all your responsibilities everything is completely clear and that's just not acting. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: we'll get into that later. Um, but Arasha, it's great to have you here. It's been a minute.
2: Thank you. It it has been. I mean, we just we just saw each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were,
2: we were at the same New Year's party.
0: New Year's Eve party. Oh, yeah.
1: baby. Yeah, uh-huh. we were invited.
0: You weren't. It's not a big deal.
1: Oh, you could have come with me, Amanda. No, it's OK.
0: Yeah, oh, I guess I did have a plus one, but I just didn't.
1: That's like... crazy. I was roaming the streets all by myself. Oh man! <laughs> Watching the fireworks, catching the fireworks. Right, right. That's really fun.
2: <laughs> but it has been a while since I've seen you. So it is good to see you, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi.
1: Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Your hair is getting so long. It's it's actually like. It's really long. It's like back to where it was. For like, those
0: of you listening, uh, Rosh's hair is really long.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she had cut her hair and now it's just growing back. I know.
2: you. There's a photo of me uh, at VidCon that I just saw and it's like here. Yeah. It's and that's up on your like shoulders. six, seven I don't months remember, ago.
0: Remember, was your hair really that short? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I cut I'm so. Dude,
0: when people are like, oh, yeah, my hair's gotten really long, I'm like, oh, has it? I don't pay attention.
1: Right. God. You're well, such I... a dude. I'm such a dude. Nice British... skirt. These are jeans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my dad will always be like, great skirt. I'll be like, Dad, I'm wearing overalls. I don't know what you're saying.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what is with dudes? It's dad. They're like,
1: what's eyeliner? And I'm like or your dad would be like, "You have something on your face." You are like, "I know, it's a pimple, okay?" Uh, or it's blush. I, I put it there for a reason. You stuff all over your face, Amanda. Dad.
0: But I feel like I okay. What I am saying is, I feel like I see you guys so often that I, you don't notice that stuff as sure. time goes. It's on. it's true. I, and also, yeah. I don't pay attention because I don't give a shit. Yeah,
1: okay. I, one thing I learned about Shane while doing this podcast <laughs> is he's it. the meanest person on the show. Why? What me? is with this?
2: Damn. <laughs> I am <I'm> just <laughs> kidding. He's the,
1: the kindest. Person. Well,
2: <laughs> truthfully, the way the way that it really affects me. I'll say is with haircuts and stuff is I don't like to cut my hair a lot because then you have to
1: get new headshots oh Oh. bringing it back around trust me I had bangs like (laughs) an inch long (laughs) up to (laughs) here and my hair was above my shoulders yep and now it's just growing out but it
2: looks fantastic oh
1: thank you I am I
2: actually love it it's growing out yeah, I think it looks great. Um, but every time you make a significant change to your look, like you, you gotta
0: take
1: happens. new headshots. Yeah,
0: because cast actors won't recognize you.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. So who are that, you? Who is that? And if you're in a le- like, they won't recognize you. Got to be in a leather jacket so for them to know that you're a badass. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> okay,
1: you have to be in a leather That's jacket. It's a good
0: callback.
1: Otherwise, they won't know that you're gonna they get on CSI won't. or Criminal Minds. <laughs> leather jacket guys and commercials. Gotta have a fun pop collar with glasses that you never wear in real life. These
0: are all Amanda's referencing all of her own
1: headshots, (laughs) (laughs) literally. But but also everybody's. Like those seem like pretty
2: important guidelines that every actor hears with their headshots. Like, of course, the leather jackets look serious. The pop of color for commercials to look lively and fun and
1: natural. And And it's just like the mom with like the button down and an over sweater. I'm like. I don't know a single mom who wears that. I, they literally, they're I, well, all nobody married.
0: Commercials, nobody in <laughs> commercials dresses like regular people. Yeah, They're correct. always dressed just slightly not
2: nicer. Human. Yeah, correct. Yeah, not it's just human. It's just not,
0: it's it's like aliens trying, but I feel like marketing execs and stuff, they they don't create
1: actual people. Yes. No, it's like a dystopian kind of. Yeah. Especially for women, like I feel like the young mom was the straight leg jeans that cut right above the ankle and flats. Always mm. button down and like a cardigan over with your hair half up. oh yeah, but like still really nice and like very little earrings. I feel like that's yeah
2: no, it's it's very it's it gets very specific like that and and it like the added complicated layer is when someone's like, oh, but change it up. like, you know you don't want to mm-hmm. do just the basic stuff but then you're like, okay, but then I don't want to not get the standard and, and just do something that's too bold and risky. Yeah. So then it just ends up all getting like really messy.
0: Yeah.
1: It's too much. I I, I can't follow those rules anymore when I go to auditions. I'm just like, They're like, uh, orange jumpsuit, because you're a worker. And I'm like, I don't have that. Because
0: I'm in prison? What?
1: I don't have that in my closet. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, then you're fucked. I don't have
1: any of those things in my closet. Let's be real.
2: No. And the truth is that you have to end up making so many more investments and and you end up just not getting paid for any of that. Mm-hmm. You pay a significant amount for headshots. Oh you pay a significant amount for the outfits, for the makeup, for the hair, like all of that added stuff. And then you might not even book a job.
0: Correct. Do you guys ever think much? Sort of change the subject. Do you ever yeah. think much about like what you're wearing here at Smosh? Because I I I try to not repeat outfits too often, and I end up just doing it because mm. I've run out of clothes. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh well. So I'm I'm just gonna wear white t-shirts. In every video, because it's just easier. I,
1: wish, I just wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah. You, why not? I don't know. I can't wear just a white t-shirt. <laughs> People are going to be like, okay. <laughs> what um... <laughs> if everyone
0: at Smosh just wore white t-shirt and blue jeans, if, and that's our thing? If cool.
1: that was our thing. Hey, if that was our thing, I'm down. I'm down.
0: It could be our thing. That could be our
2: thing. Okay. Wait. What if we just don't tell everybody? <laughs> what are we, in well, like, we Greece just liking? did just now. <laughs> okay. No, we can tell everybody in this room is in on it, but the rest of the cast totally pranked.
0: Well, I guess we could start, and and if the rest of the cast doesn't go along with it, they don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> and we're gonna know <laughs> right. then.
2: Yes. Okay. So new uni- uniform, just white t shirt, blue jeans. I'm kind of rocking that right now, but
1: like plain white. Yeah. I'm not rocking that at all. It's because what I rock
0: every day. I will say I am.
1: Oh yeah, you're rocking that this, too. I have the
0: huge advantage here. Yeah. Cause this is my standard outfit. So it, it is, is a little unfair for everyone else.
1: I feel like people are like, is Amanda okay? Like, no. oh yeah. Yeah. And we went down in
0: We're all gonna look like farmers.
1: <laughs> wardrobe wardrobe is hard. I would say wardrobe on Smosh is hard. Like mm-hmm. also it's very hard to not repeat outfits. And you do run out of clothes. Yeah. You run out of clothes. It's really hard. And also, it might be freezing out there or hot in here or cold in here or hot out there. No, this
0: set. <laughs> what which which is it? I think it's this set gets freezing cold. Yeah. Yes. And the the Smosh Pit set for Try Not to Laugh gets super hot. Super oh. hot. So I throughout the entire year you can't dress for the seasons. You have to dress for this specific stage. Correct. And that specific stage.
1: Uh, see,
2: I'm always cold everywhere. Really. Um. So, but I don't think that my warmer clothes are my most fashionable clothes. Like I'm all for layers. But sometimes if I need to wear a tank top, like I will tough it out. I'll be like, I want to wear this today. Like, I'm just gonna put this on. In between videos, Like, I'll go put a blanket on, but I will tough it out. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah,
1: beauty is pain. Those are like models when they take photos and it's like snowing out and they're just like,
2: oh gosh, I don't know if I could really do that. I could never do that. But to answer your question, more than wardrobe, what I actually just think about is my hair at Smosh. Like, I just kind of like, oh. uh, I, I like space it out in my head. Like, I'm like, okay, if I wash my hair on Monday, I'm supposed to be at Smosh on Tuesday, so I'm gonna be frizzy. So I'll, I'll do that whole
0: We had that process. New Year's episode of uh, Reddit Stories where we're like, right before we start filming, we're like, we have these fun hats. Oh, yeah. And your face, you were just like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> After I washed my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was also, you had like a, a party that night that you were throwing. And so you were like,
2: Did you wear
1: the hat? Oh, oh
0: no. You put it oh, on for put like it on two for the seconds. Beginning? And you started, and you're like,
2: yeah, well, great. Anthony just like knocked his off. And then we were like, oh, no. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I, we'll I guess we'll just carry on without the hats. No.
1: Um, yeah.
0: What if I get a mohawk?
1: I think that would look great. But then with a white- <laughs> Selena! We
0: heard- Selena just goes, mmm.
1: So you want to wear a white tee, denim jeans, and a mohawk. I actually yeah. think I'm on Here board.
0: That, I don't know, understand why that, that combo works. Here's the thing,
1: works. you know what I really like? I like it like shaved. And then a fade up, and then a little bit more hair right here. So okay. not like a full mohawk, okay. but just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You might look a little too military, though. No, I'm I like I
0: do that. tend to look a little too like yeah. Straight cut. D- yeah, yeah, like like like. Oh, that guy's from Texas you know What's like, wrong
2: with Texas?
0: Not, not like, but you know what I, you know what I mean. It's so opposite of my personality. Like I'm like I don't want to give off <gasps> no, different from Texas. who I am. You want to grow? There's out. nothing wrong with Texas. I'm saying I don't want to give off. I don't want to give off like that's a military type dude, and I'm like, hey, I'm actually not. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You
2: want, you think, want your. I think it could be fun. I think it could give you some edge. Your look is your like vibe, right? Like that's what you're giving off, I think. So it's it's definitely important to make sure that it lines up with who you are, but totally cool to be like I'm gonna I, be somebody I've been else. doing I've been
0: doing I've been doing the same haircut for a while and I feel like it's what works best, which is just like I'm like take off everything on the sides and the back, leave a little bit on top.
1: I want to see you do something different. Amen. Like what? Either
0: sh- I, w- I, I want to but...
1: shave it. Not not it? not not at a zero. Yes. Like, like a, a like three. a two, like a two.
0: <laughs> so I just have Gosh. a little bit of frizz.
1: Yeah. Oh, so is that what like those? T- Maybe I'll
0: get the uh, the dewy from Malcolm in the Middle. I think,
1: no, <laughs> I think it would look really good.
0: I I I've thought about doing that once I'm a little older when I'm like okay my hair is starting to go I'm gonna just take it all off.
1: You think that's a, that, yeah
0: I think someday I'll I'll do it with you. You talked about that. Uh, that was one of your possible
1: thoughts. My, Dying, hus- my husband your hair would be down if off. I shaved my head. Dude, I think it would be so sick. Would you do (laughs) it for money? How
0: much? Okay. Just thinking. Let's get into the acting careers in a second. First up, (laughs) how much money money would it take for you to shave your hair off? This
1: is also getting into the acting career because hair is is a huge part of acting. Um, So if I was, uh, I've always thought if someone offered me a role to shave my head and like completely dye it, I would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, sure. Like in a heartbeat. Now, if it wasn't a part of a role and I would have to shave it, a lot of things would happen. A, I would never be cast as the young mom ever again.
2: Your hair would grow back.
0: Can, yeah. You but could probably wear uh, wigs and stuff.
1: I like
2: could. Truly. Or like an aesthetic like, tr- hat. I truly uh, let's, could. let's
0: take the acting career stuff okay. aside. Personal life, okay. just... Would you shave your head for for how much money?
1: Oh, okay. I would definitely shave my head. I think my sisters would be very upset with me. Um, they like my long hair. They'd be like, "Why? Probably my little sister would be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I would shave it for. Three thousand. Okay. Okay, that's a number. That's pretty low. Yeah, I mean, if you gave me a thousand, I'd really have to think about it. I'd be like, okay. that feels low. Three thousand. So it really is
0: something you're considering.
1: I just think like it would be, be so fun.
0: I think it, I I think women look really well, really good when they shave their hair.
1: Me too. And honestly, my whole t- time being an actor out here agents and managers never wanted me to touch my hair. They were always like, I was always so, I had the long hair, I never had bangs, I had it the same way forever. And then finally I was like, fuck this. Like yeah. I want to change up my hair. So then I cut my bangs and then I cut my hair really short. And my agent was like, you did that, huh? Do you think it it's, it's better? And I was like, I don't care. Oh, heck yeah. But you know what, it, it made me book different different yeah. roles, like more like unique roles. I, mm. I remember
0: I, for a Smosh sketch, this was years ago, I had to wear a bald cap, and I, 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 think I it was this. really well, este- really, really good looking. Like I looked fully bald, and I take a photo of it, I post it on Instagram, and I get a text message from uh, like the AD from Goldberg's. <gasps> and he's like, is this real? And I go, No, it's not, it's a bald cap. And he's like, Okay, thank God. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, Wow. Oh, like, they freak out. <laughs> yeah, no, like, people You really have to. I, I have never done anything crazy with my hair. Uh in fact, I dyed it dark because I was told to dye it dark because they were like, Yeah, blonde guys aren't getting any rolls right now. Like it's not this was back in like 2009, <laughs> oh, no, poor blonde guys. This is two thousand nine, two thousand ten. It's different now, I think. But uh I think it's the same. But at no. that time, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. but anyways,
1: hair is a big part of big acting. Part. Yes,
2: and I would accept 25,000.
1: 25,000. 25, Who is I I get that.
2: That's my I, I get think that. I think 20 and and you, you know would, what if they take some taxes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I think I could like it. But if I would do 25,000 and if they took out taxes and it ended up being like probably like 18,000. I'd still be okay with that.
0: I understand the trepidation. I'm like
2: 300.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh 10 bucks. You um, guys
2: you guys want to and you are yeah. or, or actually like you could consider it. I have no desire to. Sure. I don't think I want to, but I do know that it would grow back and I also would do a lot for money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it grew out it grew <laughs> up so fast that it would only be a couple months. Same. Exactly.
1: My my hair grows really fast, but I just like Change, I like experimenting and changing, up. but I do think if I shaved my head, I think that I would be like, Whoa, yeah, I think it would be very be overwhelming. I do, yeah.
0: I genuinely think, uh, I think people in general, but but when women do it, I think it looks really good. Like Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta, I mean, it's like you would expect her to look, I don't think you would have expected her to look that good mm-hmm. with it, but I think it's really, I think it's so unique. Um, Whenever I see it, I'm always just like, "That's really cool."
2: Yeah, it's such a power move too.
0: It is. It's powerful.
1: Just to be like, yeah. I don't but care. But you got it. You got to
0: own it. Yeah. If yeah, you're, yeah. if you're, you not... have
1: to feel own like it. You have to.
0: Anyways. Yeah. We're already back into it. Let's talk about acting. We're all actors here, I believe.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, how long have we all been acting, Amanda? How long have you been acting?
1: So I started acting in a musical when I was. 5 years old. Okay. Mm. Um I was a part of an orpheum, I don't know if you know.
0: like a theater. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, a theater, local theater. Um I took acting classes there and I was a part of it and I was in and out of musicals ever since I was little. Mm. Actively acting like, like career. career acting when I turned 25. Wow. So it's been going on 12 years now.
0: Right, because we've talked about in you LA. Had a, you had a bunch of other different jobs. Like you were you were oh. trying other <laughs> careers out, and then you were like, I'm doing this.
1: My mom was like, acting sounds fun as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Fun. You're gonna work for the DA. Oh, <laughs> like right. you need a real job. Sure. Right? Acting was never a real job in my mind. I'm also from the East Coast. Do you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. doesn't exist. There really. Mm-hmm. And so I did a bunch of other jobs before I moved out here when I was 25. And so actively I've been pursuing acting for 12 years. Wow. Oh, damn. Yeah.
0: It's really cool.
2: Yeah. Um, for me, I I also started like just acting uh, a lot younger. I think I was uh I was going to enter into sixth grade. Um, and that's pretty much when I started. I remember there was like a Uh, like an elective fair or something like that, like Mm -hmm. going into middle school. And you just kind of would walk into all these different rooms and learn about these different clubs. Um, And I remember for theater, um, we like walked in and they did like a little snippet of uh, like their play that was going to come out later that season. And I just remember sitting there and like watching them like doe-eyed and just being like, I want to be up there. Like, I want to do that so badly. And I knew right away, I was like, I have to do theater. Um, And that's when, again, I also just started acting. But career-wise, professionally, I started right out of college. Um, So I was 21, 22? Yeah. 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 About
1: about three years ago.
0: you both like moved to L.A., to get into
1: it. I moved to LA not like I knew my sister, but no one was in the industry that I really knew. And so you yeah. just were
0: like, You you did the like stereotypical, like, I stepped into Hollywood not knowing straight a up with the intention of getting into the city. My
1: husband was like, Wait, so you moved here not knowing any, like, not having any connections. I had zero connections. Ooh. That's crazy.
0: Zero. To me. That's crazy. Yeah, to me. I
1: just did workshops and I did a workshop and I joined a theater right away, and I got a commercial agent, and that's really just where I started.
2: Totally, I think that's that's how to do it. I mean, I I I would say I, I felt a little more protected, a little I had a little bit more of a safety net underneath me, because um, as you guys know, I went to Emerson, mm-hmm. and it's very sure. common for uh, Emersonians to just move to either New York or LA. It pretty yep. much just separates after graduation. Um, and, uh, at first I was thinking about staying in Boston cause I loved it so much. I just thought I would hang out there cause I obviously had my community out there. Um, but I don't think I mentioned this to you guys before, but I did a, I was a stand in, um, for, uh, that, that movie that came out last, uh, Christmas season, spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will oh, Ferrell. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, a for that? yeah, so the ghost of Christmas past is played by Sunita Mani, um, who is uh, an Indian woman, uh-huh. and I was her stand-in, um, which is a crazy story, by the way. I just have to cut it and tell you guys how I got that, um, because that was when I was working at Lululemon um, in college, and uh, the casting director from Boston Casting, she like walked in. <gasps> Uh, I didn't know her, obviously, uh, right then, but we were hanging out, and I, like, helped her shop for leggings or whatever, and then when she was checking out to, like, give her the receipt, I got her email, and she said, like, it's blah, blah, blah at Boston Casting,
1: and I was, like... I remember Boston Casting. (laughs) Of course.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, And I was 21. I was very, like, young and very, like, again, not even in the industry, but I just kind of had this instinct to be, like, you're a casting director? And she was, like, yeah, and I was, like, I'm an actor. (laughs) <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you should know that. Um, and she was like, "She's like, oh. no, you're not. You work at Lulu." <laughs> like, "Uh-uh, you just help me shop for leggings." <laughs> um, but she was like, "Oh, cool. Like, well, like, write down my email. Like, maybe send me like your headshot." And I was like, "Hell yeah! Okay, this is the biz. This wow. is how Hollywood this is like goes." The
0: most stereotypical, like, Truly. I made. A, I, I saw Cassie Redditt. Found you at a shop. restaurant. Yeah,
2: I, and I emailed her. I sent her my headshot. She was like, "Let me ask around and see what there is." A week later, she called me and she was like, Arasha, do you believe in fate? <gasps> Literally. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I just think- I was like, "What do you have for me?" And she was like, "This is actually perfect." And obviously, <laughs> it wasn't perfect because it wasn't an acting gig; it was a stand-in gig. Which, for those of you that don't know in the industry, a it's stand-in the back of your head.
0: <laughs> it's a, but I, it's a, it's not an but, easy job. But like, tons
2: of people make a living off. Oh, of the Goldbergs
0: actors. had like a team of stand-ins who were there for the entire show.
2: Totally yeah. yes, it's it's basically like uh, you you could say it's another crew position. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically there for like helping the crew with like lighting and framing um, and just being the second team before the actual actors come on and do the whole scene. Yep.
0: One of the stand-ins on Goldberg's ended up, he became a grip on that set, mm-hmm. which I'm like, uh, that is that is so hard to break into those industries totally. that I'm like, hard. damn. Yeah. Like, So a stand-in is kind of a way in for probably a lot of different mm-hmm types of jobs. Totally. But it's... uh, I'm sure... How was it? How was doing? Oh, my
2: God. It was like... Truly life changing. Like it was so so cool. Uh, again, like I know it wasn't the perfect gig because it wasn't acting, but I was so excited and I was like hearing all these big names, right? Like Will Ferrell, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Octavia Spencer. I just was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like all of this is just like happening to me so quickly, you know? Ooh. Um, and I was on that set for about three or four months, which whoa. was whoa, yeah, yeah. It was so every day, every day. Holy. Um, there were you know obviously days that I wasn't needed, but it was like whenever she was on, I was on, right? That is so cool. So that was your yeah.
0: first job. Yeah, right? you got right into.
2: It's it. kind of funny. It's yeah, I, I started right away on this huge, like, big picture Hollywood set. Um, but that was really what launched me into wanting to be a professional actor. Is I stepped onto that set and I watched everything um, work basically to the best degree, right? Like when you yeah. step onto an amateur set, you're not really seeing the magic of what happens in acting. But when you're on a set like that, like. You're seeing everybody work so creatively, so efficiently. Like, it, it really was just like, uh admiring. That's for
0: a me. really cool, That's so like, cool. first. I didn't
2: know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Situation. pretty much right when I saw that, that was when I was like, oh, I need to be doing this for the rest of my life. And so,
0: after you did Spirited, is that when you then moved? To LA. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, LA. Spirited blended in a little bit into when I signed my lease, which was the beginning of September in 2021. Because wow. it was shooting out here, it was shooting in Boston.
0: Oh But you were like, as you are doing it in Boston, you're like, I'm gonna move to LA. And
2: right, I it. decided to move to LA, and I was really lucky. My two best friends at the time in college, they also were like, fuck it, let's go to LA. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I got to move out there with them. Um, again, like I ended up moving out closer to the end of November. Um, because that was when the movie fully wrapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, I had a lot of good connections, like good people that I had yeah. met there. I had a lot of good insight and I had just You were now up. best
0: friends with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell.
2: Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds He's also. Like Anchorman 3, are you interested? Ryan introduced himself to me. First name basis. But like five, five times, like five million times. Every day. Times. He's like,
0: hey, how's it going? I'm Ryan Reynolds.
2: No, that's literally.
0: The first day,
2: the first day on set, I remember he came over to all of us and he was like, first day. And everyone was like, oh my God, like so exciting. And then he came over to the stand ins and he was like, all right, guys, like we're going to be working together. Like, let me hear your names, whatever. And I was like, Arasha. And he said it back. He was like, Arasha, got it. Walked away, whatever. Maybe two weeks later, he's like, I'm so sorry. I don't think we've met. What's your name? And I was like, Arasha, and he was like, Arasha, I'm Ryan. I was like, I know you're Ryan. And he walks away, and then literally he did that again. Like three weeks later, he was like, I don't
1: What's your name? He's like, all right, stand-ins. We're gonna be working together. Yeah. (laughs) At least he's
0: trying. No, of course,
2: of course. He was very, very kind on set. Again, like that is obviously a joke, and I understand that he meets so many different people. It was just kind of funny to me that I was like, "You've said Arasha, and you don't remember that? (laughs) You said that a few times, but that's okay. I I forgave him. It was truly just a wonderful experience. Three or four
0: months is a long time for a movie. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: I mean, it was. I don't know if you guys saw Spirited. It is.
0: I haven't seen it. Yet. It's mm-hmm.
2: an amazing movie. I loved it. Um, and I can't you know, wait to pick you out. Oh, you'll see me in the the. Quick
0: shot, you're like a <laughs> right, That's a Russia.
2: That's a Russia. Well, stand-in's... Russia. <laughs> standins very rarely even get like bumped right to like being a crew position or like being background. There was one day that they bumped me to being background. Um, and I and you can see me in the background. It's like an off. It's like the office scene. And at first, I had done a whole like thing with Ryan and um, I forgot the other actress's name, but she was from Young and Hungry. Octavia Spencer. <laughs> um, She's from what? Uh, Young and Hungry. Have you ever seen that? No. With Emily Osment. I'm forgetting it, but I I spoke with her. I spoke with her for, like, the whole day that I was on set, because it was me, her, two other background people, and Ryan, and the five of us were doing this, like, scene. Um, And it was so fun and so great, but, of course, it ended up getting cut. So you can just see me, like, very quickly in the background in this, like, blue dress. Um, But all that to say, that was pretty much the moment that I was like, okay, I'm moving to L.A., I'm doing the acting thing, and I know a lot of, I learned so much from Spirited, so this is everything I'm gonna take with me, and I'm just gonna use that's that to That's so me.
0: valuable to be on a set Yeah. that amount of time. Oh, it's so valuable to be it, on
1: set anytime, ever. W- what oh, yeah.
0: was your first set experience? Or, well, first, how, when you moved out to LA, you were uh-huh. like, okay, how, how did you first start getting into Or you just said. But.
1: Well, I, I literally went on um, a casting site, I think Casting Frontier or whatever, sure. or backstage, and got into a theater immediately and started doing improv and sketch shows like every single Friday. And then I auditioned for Groundlings. And then I think even before that, I don't even know how, it was like through being at the theater that someone was like, oh, you should do this workshop. It's to get commercial agents. And I was like, oh, and you just do a scene. And I got my first commercial agent from that. Oh, And so then I started getting in like the casting director rooms and they were like, you have to do student films for your reel. And I was like, sure. Ooh, student films, wow, pay your dues. That was my break-in
0: too. Yeah, it was student
1: films and I was like, mm. Huh? Yeah. I, I remember feeling like, what am I doing? And I, I just, I remember everyone was so obsessed with like being SAG, being SAG. And then I all of a sudden just started like booking commercials. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm good at this. And I literally didn't even know what Groundlings was. I'm telling you, I came in here knowing nothing. That's crazy. Wow. And when heard I heard about
0: Groundlings- no. So many times over the years. I didn't
1: know what it was at all. And then people are like, oh, it's where Will Ferrell and Chris and And I was like, okay, I'll audition, you know, sure, let's try it. And then I just fell in love with it. And literally through that is how I met my big comedy community. And then it's just like word of mouth, like what to do, what to do, what to do, what to yeah, do, yeah. what you need to do.
0: And you got all the way up to Sunday Company, yeah. which for people who don't know, like Groundlings is like, it's it. there's a couple like peak comedy theaters, improv theaters in LA and New York, but Groundlings I think is like, in LA is known as like the number one for a lot of people. Mm. UCB and Groundlings, but it takes so long, and it's so hard. You start at the beginners, then you go to intermediate, then you go to advanced, then you do these writer workshops for like years, and then like a select few make it into Sunday Company, and it's so cutthroat, it's so brutal. I've had multiple people, you included, who have gotten there, and it's a full-time job.
2: But you don't get paid.
0: You don't get paid, but it's a full time job, yeah. and you have to be pumping out sketches and characters and things yeah. all the time.
1: Oh. I wrote hundreds and hundreds I... of sketches. I probably wrote like t- five, five, six a week or something. It's insane. And when you pitch, you don't sit and talk. You go up on stage and you grab people and you cold read and you pitch it to your fullest, like full heart, full character fully realized character, and yeah, it. and then you also have like breaks, like year breaks, where they're like, okay, it's a two year wait list for the next round, so in between that, you have to use the teachers and have them coach you and perform, 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 perform all the time. I mean, every night I was trying to find a stage to perform. It was crazy, oh. yeah, it, it was like seven and a half years of my life out here, but it taught me so much, it taught me, oh, yeah. I, I, it pushed me to a point that I never even knew I had in me. Mm-hmm. And it also taught me how much I love comedy and how deeply I love acting. Like yeah. I love acting and it taught me what I don't want too. Yeah. And I have so many lifelong friends from it. Like I'm just so grateful, I, honestly, moving out here and not knowing anything, I'm so grateful that I was just like, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. And people are like, so you did improv in college, I'm like, Nope. I was always way too afraid. You did the uh, the Phil
0: Hartman route because he was, I want to say he was like 28 and he like was working as like an art designer of some sort. And then he just happened to be like, oh, I'll, I'll walk into, I'll do this theater and like was just one of the funniest people of all time.
1: Do you know about Phil Hartman and Groundlings?
0: Yeah, that he apparently haunts it.
1: Mm-hmm. I've oh, heard that. he's apparently a ghost at Groundlings. Oh, I'm sure he's, he is. I haven't seen him, but many people have, and he wears a Hawaiian shirt. He, I don't oh. know if people
0: realize he's like <laughs> one wants of, to be
1: seen. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's one of my biggest influences. I like, know so much of my character and comedy yeah. and stuff comes from Phil Hartman. Yeah,
2: how did how did you get into all of it, Shane?
0: Uh, I started. I did a. I I was not as a like little kid into thinking I'd be into acting at all. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I came from a military family. Like, my grandpa was a fire – or my grandpa was a um, uh, Air Force pilot. My dad was an Air Force pilot. So cool. Um, so, you know, I don't know what would have happened if I would made it to 18 and I hadn't, like, gone down this path. I right. don't think I would have ever gotten in the military or anything like that. But I don't know. Then
2: you can have that mohawk. Uh, yeah, you can have yeah, yeah. that.
0: Yeah, But I lived in Arizona, and there wasn't, like, a big – yeah. Acting scene that I would have just fallen into, you know? It's not like there were big comedy theaters or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, fifth grade, uh, we did a we did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, we did a play. My fifth grade teacher wanted to hold this play. And um, we had, like, uh, roadblocks in the way, even of just doing that play. Because um, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this play. And we're going to do it in the auditorium. And then the principal said, no, you can't do this play. Theater has no educational merit. Oh, he's the guy insane, who would burn. Books insane, or insane start oh my God. to Awful. it. Villain um, of a Disney movie. I know, so insane. I still vis- vividly remember my teacher coming back into our classroom. We're all in fifth grade. She's sobbing, crying, oh. telling us this story, and then she's like, "We're gonna do it anyway. We'll just do it in oh. our classroom." Yes. And oh uh, so we did it anyways. I I was the only one, or I was one of the only ones who auditioned for Willy Wonka, and I was just like, I, I memorized not only my lines, but I memorized all the lines, and I was just like obsessed with it and I, I, I wasn't thinking about it at yeah. the time like mm-hmm. when we were into this I wasn't like acting and stuff I was just like into yep. this th- whole thing and, yes. and just making people laugh and getting because um, I had become a class clown like in that year or the year prior was mm-hmm. before that I was a super quiet kid mm-hmm. didn't talk at all but then I had some friends who were kind of class clowns and I was like that's kind of awesome <laughs> yes. they say stuff in the middle of class and people laugh
1: <laughs> it they is all so just are like." Shane.
0: <laughs> but I paid my dues in third grade. Uh, nobody laughed office. at any of my shit. Uh. And I had a lot of girls be like, you're stupid. And I'm like, I know.
2: Hey, uh, it's, it's a tough world, stand up.
0: But by the time fifth grade happened, I had that audition. I'm like, I'm primed for this. <laughs> yep. I've been performing. Mm-hmm. Um, Did so you
1: get Willy Wonka?
0: I got Willy Wonka. <gasps> but I he was, booked. I think I, I might have been the only person who auditioned for it. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> that's the key, guys. That's how you book. Yeah, you sure you're
1: Wipe you're out the rest of the
2: audition. competition. Um,
0: but. Uh, But I had so much fun with it, and then um, people were like, oh, like, uh, Shane, people were telling my parents, they're like, Shane should do theater, like, it seems like he loves it, and he's really good, or whatever. And so I went and did one uh, community theater play, it was called uh, The Best or Worst Christmas Pageant Ever, Um, and uh, it's a known one. I've heard of that one. Uh, Got a smaller part in it, but I had a blast doing that, Mm -hmm. was super into it. And then, I got into an acting class out there, uh, the Phoenix Film Institute, and um, I got really lucky with these acting coaches who they they would film the classes. So They would have a camera, Whoa. and they would have you like, they were teaching you literally how to do auditions Whoa. in front of a camera. So I got all this super valuable information. Oh. They also did improv in that. And I didn't know, I, I had no intention of getting into improv, but they just happened to do it. And I had, at that point, I was like, oh yeah, dramatic acting. And, um, but the improv and it was so much fun. I was having a blast. Uh, and people told my parents, they're like, Oh, you should get him out to LA. You should get him an agent, whatever. Um, and so I got an agent in Arizona and I'm 13 years old. So 13 year old actor in Arizona. What's great is that there's just a ton of availability. Like Mm -hmm. you're the competition's not much there. I now absolutely would never tell a kid to get into the acting industry or audition and stuff at 13. I'm like, mm. just live your life. Yeah. yeah. Get into be, it later. Be a teenager. It's a
1: really tough age.
0: Don't don't think about your career yet. Like you get those years to not worry about your entire life right. and career. Um but uh so I got into it and I booked like the first two jobs I auditioned for. One was a student film. And that was an experience that took like a year to film because they'd like get we'd film like on like two days and then like they'd. Two months. Two months later, they'd be like, "All right, yeah, we need to shoot this thing." And
1: what? I'm getting paid zero (laughs) dollars, yeah, Yeah. five bucks to footage Um, footage you'll never see and you never want to see.
0: Right. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And there was, oh man, I'm just, it's just, I'm just now recalling there was like a scene that had like a gun in it, and I'm like wondering about the safety that was involved. Oh my god. They're like, "You're 13, right?" Yeah. You're 13. uh, uh, No, I had a gun pointed at me, uh, like in, in it and and stuff, and I'm like, "Okay, I." Who knows, that's, yeah. Wow. Uh, but I got really lucky, because one of the other jobs, um, and actors know this, one of the other jobs that I got, uh, it was this indie film that had a couple mad TV actors in it, and I played a pretty small part, but it was SAG, uh. and I got it, and I got SAG eligible immediately Yeah. 13, nice. which is, Whoa. it is like one of the hardest things in this industry, and Just so, qualifying for the got union. that. Yeah, it's so it's so hard.
1: It's so hard. It's, I I it's was like, so, it's never gonna happen for me. And then when it did, I was like,
0: man. oh, it's yeah. it's freaking brutal. Man. I, I
2: was lucky with Spirited too. That's how I got my eligibility. Damn. Throughout yeah. Because once you get it's a couple brutal. of those, vouchers. I
0: have I have friends who've been trying for years. It's truly a luck thing. That's fully. I, I think, agree. A luck
1: it's thing. not. It's not how good you are. Honestly, you it is right luck. And also, then when you get in, okay.
0: Um, yeah. But I, that's how I got into it. I eventually, a couple, of, yeah. You just and then you pay, pay. so much you money. Pay
1: so much. all your money. But when you book under them, they also pay you. And you're But like, then you still pay. Whoa, and then you still pay. And then you pay um, more.
0: <laughs> but uh, that's generally, and then, it, it, like, I started flying out here for auditions. And we did have some connections, my, like, because of this, the, the agents I had in Arizona, whatever. Like, there was some light connections made, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of came out here, and you do have to just start doing workshops and started doing workshops, started getting out yep. here. Um and it slow it took a it took a couple years then cuz it wasn't until I was 16 then that I booked Icarly, which was like the first like big job That's out here. That's huge. That yeah I got. And it's so funny that the the memes and stuff now are like Shane from Icarly. I'm like at the time it really was like the biggest deal to wow. me. Wow, oh, of
2: course. Um, As it should be. Like I'm sure that was a huge huge Oh my
0: god, I remember freaking out. I remember I remember freaking out, but being almost more like, not upset, but like finding out that I booked it, I was more scared than I was excited. Oh, of course. So I was just like, oh. You gotta
2: do a good job.
1: Oh, yeah. I I kind of feel you. You know when you're like going out, you're like, God, I need to book this thing. And then you get it and you're like, oh, you booked it. And I remember like a first big booking. You're like, oh. Oh, God. Like, I remember I booked Amazon Alexa and it was gonna film all in seattle and it was like a 20 new media contract or something and i remember being like ha oh n-
0: whoa <laughs> i know nice well it's really it's that because you because yeah. the the you more do well the better you do the more that failure gets scary oh yeah because you're like if i fail at this then my whole career is over right you know you fail at a single audition you're like whatever That's, that's not going to impact too much, but you get a callback, you get another callback and you're in front of the director and producers You go, well, if I fuck up here, they're going to remember me forever.
1: Totally. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. So my husband and I live under the same roof and I found out that we have multiple subscriptions that we are paying for when we could easily just join forces and share and pay one subscription I found out by using Rocket Money, I was like, oh my God, we are wasting so much money. So I got to cancel them all, and now we're one big happy family.
0: Wow. Sounds like you're really in love now. Yeah, I think so. That's right. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills.
1: <gasps> I'm wasting so much money.
0: Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth. That's rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth. Rocketmoney.com slash smoshmouth.
0: This episode is brought to you by MeUndies. Valentine's Day is coming up and everyone deserves to feel comfortable and a little sexy no matter if you're in a single in a relationship or a situationship whatever it is everyone deserves that and Undies is here to help with their underwear and loungewear that are all very comfy and very sexy
1: <laughs> and you can get one that matches your boo so you guys could be wearing the same underwear well not the same underwear you know the same print maybe I'm really excited because I am getting Two new pairs and they have the coolest prints. They have like palm trees and hummingbirds and hearts. They're so cool. I'm so excited about it.
0: Yeah, I have some me undies myself and uh, I've got some classic pairs. Some some solids, some solid prints. And then uh, I do have some silly ones. I even have a Christmas one and I wear it year round.
1: What? That's
0: outrageous. And they've got Valentine's Day prints for you to check out. They've got tons of options and they got the classic stuff too. Mm -hmm. If you want some solids, whatever you want.
1: I can't wait to get mine.
0: This Valentine's Day, give the gift that'll always have them thinking of you and get 20% off your first order by going to MeUndies.com slash SmoshMouth. That's MeUndies.com slash SmoshMouth for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, comfort from the outside in.
1: Wow, I'm excited. Let's get back in. Acting is the wildest (laughs) journey I've ever gone on, but I will say for me, and we've all started at different times, there was never another path for me because yes, it all kind of happened, but ever since I was little, it was never gonna go away. Like for me, it was just like this Mm. burning desire. It was like every time I was in a job that wasn't acting, it all, something always felt like it was missing, like big time, yeah, like very much missing. And I think that's what makes people move across the country with nothing. Yeah. And that that that's really what it was for me. And and I feel like whether you get that later, I think if you really want to do acting, it's in there. Like right. it's just it's there and I don't know sometimes it gets ignited later in life or mm-hmm. someone yeah. goes, "You should try this." But I just feel like you have to have that fire otherwise this job is it's not, you don't even have a job. That's, that's exactly. It's not even a job. That's exactly that's, that's what, what I was going to sucks the just most. Just yeah.
0: I was going to ask, like, what, like, getting into more of the bullshit of it, like, what is the hardest part? Because for me, the hardest part is the space. There's so much just, like, nothing that happens. You know, yeah. I, I came out here with this, this mindset of, like, you know what, I heard there's a lot of rejection in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Reject me, casting directors. Reject but me. But it wasn't cast directors being like, you're never gonna make it in this town. No. It's a lot of, okay, that was great, thanks. And I'm like, I drove I drove two hours to this audition. I went in for a minute and you said, great job. Yeah. And I'm leaving and I have to drive all the way back home. Yeah. yeah. And I know I'm not gonna hear anything. And that's gonna happen so many times. Yeah. And then it's also just when you go weeks without an audition and you're yeah. just like, what am I doing?
2: Well, it even goes further back, right? Like to the actual audition, right? The preparation for that audition, right? You said you drove two hours. Like a lot of the times, especially now that we're in the self-tape era, we just get pages sent to you. And and you'll, you'll just get like 10 pages and it'll be like, and you can do that by Monday, right?
1: Luckily that's changed.
2: Yeah. Thank they God have now. like a
1: limit on that. Yeah, with the now new agreement. You, yeah, now you have less than 10.
2: Right. But <laughs> but the point is, like, you, still, still, you still have like it's a still huge the night audition before. to do. Yeah, and you're doing your hair, your makeup, you're getting ready for it. Like, now it's like a quality thing as well. You have to have good lighting, a good background, good camera. And then you send in this beautiful package that you get paid $0 for. Yeah. If you don't book the job, oh, like yeah. you just did all
1: of that for D- no money. Don't be an actor to make money. Yeah, Yeah, that's literally you have to love it that you literally can't think of doing anything else. And that's
2: that's what I was going to tell you earlier when you brought up the whole advice of like, don't do it. Like, yeah, if if you don't want it, like my whole thing is, if you want it bad enough, you are able to overlook all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like you are able to be like, okay, this sucks. But the alternative is leaving acting and I'm not doing that. I
0: think that's true for all creative uh, pursuits.
1: I agree uh, from
0: what I've heard yeah um,
1: I agree
0: and I, a lot of pursuits even not like that you know um, people who work uh, in a lot of different industries too are like oh don't get into like people who are teachers unfortunately mm-hmm. they should get paid yeah. more but people who are teachers are often like you gotta
1: love it like yeah. I, you can't I, and I also I also think I think for me doing it for so long I think the biggest thing for me that keeps me going also is that I, when I turn 60 or 70, I don't want to say, oh, I wish I did that. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, I have put my heart and soul into acting since I got out here, like from the ground running, that I will say I never want to stop acting. But I am at a place right now where I feel very proud of myself and very satisfied that if something were to happen, like another strike or whatever, I would be okay because I've learned that You have to have hobbies, you have to have other things you love, Mm -hmm. other than just acting. Because it'll drive you insane, for me personally. And that's what's really helped me with this space, because the space, when you go months without working, was really difficult, and now I'm like, oh, I have to act like acting could be taken away at any moment, so I have to find other things that I Mm. love. That's, That's kind of a newer thing that, because the live or die acting thing, I had it for so long. And let me tell you, it burnt out my soul. Oh, yeah. It, and so now I have to be like, I love this. I love this. What else do I love? Of course, I want to act always. Sure. I, I literally would be happy if I got paid next to nothing and was doing a play. like. Okay. And I say this to Angela, and she's like, don't wish that. And I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> but I don't know. I just like... I think what's great about being an artist and acting is that I see it as like you're a cat. Like every year you have a different life in the, mm. in the industry. Like every wow. year is a new way of looking at acting. I love that. Like this year is a totally different year for me. Last year was like a lot, like my own show. Like every year, it doesn't have to be a new project. It's just how you experience acting. I that's, think that's great.
0: That's really interesting. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I like, think that's really cool. You're
1: like a cat with a million lives. Like it's just like every year, look at it as a different year.
2: I I love thinking about things like that because f- for me, the hardest part is definitely the like, um, the mental gymnastics that I always play. Of like, some weeks I'm feeling so encouraged and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have so much time and I'm at a good pace and and opportunities are around me and I'm lucky and I'm feeling it. And then the week after, I'll be like, "What's the point? I know. <laughs> why I know. should I? And why would I? And I don't deserve it. And all of this. And it just goes back Up and, and forth. Up yeah. and down. Yeah. But I, I've also, I think, come into that same realization. Definitely, like, um, spreading out that love, distributing it a little bit. That way, you don't just have it in one corner of your life. Um, but also, just like. Truly accepting, uh, for me, I think I, for so long, especially right when I had that, this dream of coming out to LA, I immediately was like, oh, well, once I get it, I will be
0: happy. I, bro. Oh. I, yep. I've told this before, but when, uh, the most toxic thing looking back was when I was a teenager, out here with a bunch of other teenage actors, the, every everyone thought this way. They're like, well, yeah, my goal is to make it before I'm 18. Yeah, And then you turn 18 and you haven't made it. And you're a failure at 18 years old. Terrible. You can't fail your career at 18 years old. That's yeah. such a, it's so messed you shouldn't up.
1: Shouldn't have even started. And yeah.
0: I thought that way. And then every year after that, you're like, "Shoot, I'm 20. It's gonna." And you you have this mindset of like, "It's Ugh. gonna get harder yeah. every year because now I now what am I? What do I have to offer? I'm not a kid anymore. I can't get those roles. Like I'm now I'm yeah. competing against you adults. You age
1: so fast, right? And, and, oh, it messes well, you up
0: so much. I I look back on when I joined Smosh, and I look back, and maybe it's not visible, but I'm like, I can see how much older I was. At 23 than I am now because of my mindset at that time. I was so, I was of the mindset of like, I'm done. Whoa. Yeah. And it's, that was all, that was what I was it's what the industry does to you but it's what i was doing to myself exactly
2: as well. but acting favors right the younger kids or like you have to be in your 20s you're prime you have to be so young and pretty and so it that feeling feels like it's fading like oh my gosh my time is running out but I, i've truly just accepted this as of the the last few months and have just been significantly happier of just you don't have to qualify to live. like You already get to be happy, and and I love what you said too, is just like, enjoying the now is how you're going to maintain longevity in your acting career. If you are able to be like, you know what? If I don't accomplish anything else, I've already accomplished so much. Yeah, right, you've already, yeah. and
1: also like, I'm so, like, fuck, I'm so glad no one saw me when I was 23 and was like, you're booked, because I am such a better, actor I'm more understanding I understand who I am I feel more grounded I feel more able and strong enough to take on different characters and personalities and totally I feel just more understanding
0: well a really a bad thing that I did a lot is I would compare to other actors or actors previous to me and I'm like oh their career that career and it's like you're never gonna have anyone else's career. Never. No. You're never gonna have anyone else's life. Your life is gonna be so unique that it's scary because you're not gonna know what's gonna happen next. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be your own story, and that's why comparing is so stupid. I did it so much,
1: of but course. Um, Same. it's like when you do auditions. I mean, and oh. you have to
0: learn to start trusting your own performance.
1: Right. We we gotta we gotta talk about auditions because auditions are literally the biggest part of acting. It's, yes. You have to learn how to audition, and sometimes you have really good auditions, and sometimes you have really <laughs> bad auditions, which lead to really weird jobs. Um. Quickly though, can
2: I ask before we delve away from your career, Shane? I, I want to ask how your parents were throughout all of that. Did they want you to get into um, acting?
0: Yeah. They 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 didn't want me to get into acting until I, I was very vocal about wanting to get into acting. And we also had other acting, like acting coaches and agents and stuff. And I, it's, it's tough to know, like, I certainly was saying it a lot. I remember being like, "I want to do this. I, I, my hair is crazy. I was gonna fix. it I want to be Alfalfa in, uh, <laughs> in Little Rascals, but um, I was. But no, I also, don't. I also look back and I'm like, I was 14 and I was mesmerized by a little bit of this fantasy.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm very fortunate that once I got out here and I actually got into it, I also liked it.
1: Yeah.
0: But there's no way to know what it's actually like until you're out here and doing it. Um. It is strange to have so many uh, authority figures when you're a teenager, uh, try, like telling talking to you about your career. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's healthy. And even though my parents were, were great about it, they were they were they were had the best of intentions. And um, compared, because I, I saw so many awful parents right and like parents that I didn't even know were awful you know I was on the iCarly set with and Jeanette McCurdy was there and I I think I met her mom and stuff and I had no idea but that was reading that book I was like that's obviously such an extreme but I'm like I saw everyone I feel like that's a child actor has some little tidbit similar to that of just like being told um I've realized this a lot lately of like how much uh, by authority figures I was told to think about my body and my appearance. Mm -hmm. And when you're a teenager and it could be light, it could be like, yeah, you should dye your hair or, Oh, you need to make sure you stay. Like, like even I was told about my weight and stuff like that of like, if if I got, if you get too muscular, they're like, you need to slim down. Like you're just, even, even when it's not a critique even when it's coming from a positive place, or just truly, a, in their mind, a professional place, yeah. you're still being told to think about things
1: when your body's so... not even fully formed.
0: But it's unfortunately, but it's unfortunately, the industry is so messed up in that yeah. way, and uh, it's why there's a lot of push for for things nowadays that I think is so good of yeah. like, hey, let's show real people on screen. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's not just that we have attractive people. We have people who are like, we are, it's fake now. Yes. We're using CGI, we're using plastic surgery, yes. we're using all these things. It's like, can we show real people? Yes. Um, yeah,
2: I, I asked because I was curious, like, because um, I often get asked as well, like um, just like how my parents mm-hmm. kind of felt about it, because um, it's also, you know, in, in my culture, it's not something that was necessarily like, uh, normal to my parents. Um, I mean obviously like Bollywood is a huge thing and and they were aware of like movies and acting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think they really ever took it seriously. Um, my parents took I it very
0: seriously. Uh, once I, once we were out here, we moved out here, I mean, yeah. they took it very seriously. I think that they thought it was really cool. Right,
2: and once um. I'm sure once you like get out here and kind of see all of that, I, that definitely that's where my parents are now, and I'm, mm. I always like am able to answer that question and say that I'm grateful because they've truly been nothing but supportive, but I think the reason why it took so long for me to launch into it, because truly I would have also gone into being a child actor... Um, was that my parents didn't really believe in that? Yeah. Like they genuinely were like, "Is this really even anything? Like I don't really think it's gonna happen." Yeah, and then, my parents were like,
1: "I'm sorry, what?"
0: Yeah, if, if yeah. If I had gotten into this after I turned eighteen, if I had done it on my own, I wonder what their their point of view. Yeah, would be. maybe but maybe they would have. I more think insight. they had they had so many people, uh, other people telling them. This is what they should do that. I think they trusted that mm-hmm. it wasn't just me saying sure. this. And I also, by booking a couple things in Arizona, I think they were like, Oh, they were
1: like, Oh, okay. But this is real.
0: you always underestimate how hard it's going to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, think... I
0: booked some things in Arizona. Certainly I'll book some stuff in LA. It's like, no, yeah. No, you're
2: not. I think the first time, like I like actually like booked anything. It was just like small, small, small thing in uh, San Antonio. And it was like, uh, uh, like on one of our like grocery store, like newspapers, it was just on the cover. And my parents were like, oh my God, so acting is a thing, so this is a real thing. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll accept that. If that is the job that it takes.
0: What I think it took a minute for a lot of my, for a lot of people to accept was Smosh. I don't think they understood how big big that Um,
1: was. My family has no (laughs) idea. That you're on Smosh? I literally send them and my mom's like, so what? What is What are you game? doing? She's like, so Smash, Smash, <laughs> Smash is so, how do I find it? I'm yeah. like,
0: but it's honestly I've one s- of the best jobs. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But
0: speaking of jobs,
1: Sp- jobs. let's
0: get to what we let's really want. Re- re- let's get to what we
1: really Because another
0: get it. big part of, of this industry is you end up on some really dumb Crigy jobs. Multiple jobs. I have ended up on so many stupid sets. Um, yeah. yeah. Arasha. Arasha. <laughs> your conservative dating app commercial. Yes. Uh, I will admit, <laughs> I had seen it before the roast. Oh, <gasps> I had seen it. I'd I'd come across it. Uh, wow. A fan, a fan had posted it on our our Reddit, and I watched it and I, I laughed. I was just like, that's funny.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: then, but I knew about it. So when it got brought up in, in Anthony's funeral, I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> I had because I was like, that's such idea. a deep
0: cut, that's such a like reveal. Yeah, but zero I'm idea. so curious to hear you talk yes. about the story
2: of it. Yeah, I mean, I and I spoke a little bit about it, but to to kind of talk about the back ends of it, you know, I originally saw the job on Backstage, yep. and it was a long time ago, um, like pretty much right when I moved out to LA. So yep. at the very beginning of it, um, I was like, you know, what you do to kind of get these auditions uh, is submit yourself, right? Like, put your profile like out there and on backstage. It makes it really easy, just like actors access um, to put yourself up for jobs. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one um, for this for this commercial. And how do they label it? It was called the Right Stuff. It it had the name on
0: it.
1: Yeah, but how would you know that that's a right wing anything? Exactly. You just think about song. it in a normal way. Also,
0: observing it right, the isn't it? the right the right, stuff. right stuff but right is in blue which is is that
1: Oh is that right? Yeah blue, blue is Democrat. blue is democrat. So I'm like I'm a little confused. Yeah, blue yeah. Is I'm democrat. like that
0: feels weird like, that's you interesting. Could
2: be in red. Well I mean it was black it was, uh, it was all black when I saw yeah. it. It was just, you know, yeah. on the page. And then I scrolled down. It said, like, you know, uh, commercial. It had, like, some of the crew listed, the production company, um, and then, like, the roles or whatever. And oh. I submitted myself for one. Um, and then I remember, like, hearing Mac, and they were like, okay, like, we'd love you free to audition. So I sent in a tape of, like, the lines they provided. And it was the lines that I read in the commercial. Like, it was not anything crazy. It was just simple. Yeah, to, like, I watched the
1: commercial. I, I think wouldn't it's, think it's for yeah, a Yeah, right because
0: you're just like, oh, this guy... Tried to he, he asked me to pay right. Like, man. It's
2: like a very basic it like right bad date oh, thing. Yeah. So I I read that for the audition and then they reached out and they were like we'd love to like meet with you like could you do like a Zoom. So I did a Zoom, and it was very professional. It was like a team of, like, five guys. Um,
0: and that's when you knew it was a right-wing Five commercial. white
2: dudes. <laughs> and I was like, well, truly, that's a lot of the time the industry. So I was like, great. That is also
0: true. That's this yeah. is
2: just uh, another thing. It was literally five guys. And they were like, hey, Raja, like, we And they are making burgers. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have American flags all over them. It was actually Sorry, a we, fast food commercial.
0: Yeah, we work for five guys because <laughs> we're five guys.
2: Um, they And again, they gave me the outline they did not mention of course at all it being at all political it was just like this is a dating app like this is the concept it's kind of it of messed up they just they just put that out there but and and they were like you know uh whatever and and I had a t- I had I have my team as well so I'd like connected my manager um and it was just like in terms of like negotiation but we didn't get into any of the specifics other than like so
1: your manager didn't know no like, we literally had but no idea. But also, does the
0: commercial explicitly state it doesn't. It's, it's kind of vague.
1: It's it's pretty vague. I think I watched it and I was like, I would not immediately think that this is for well. It's very. Unless I googled so, it. So
2: so once so on set actually it was it was also very professional like everything was run like uh, very industry standard. Yeah, I was very happy with all of that. Still did not know on set and going through all of it. Um, the, the other two girls I met, they were very nice. Like you know whatever. Months later. Um, my best friend like texted me Ugh. a tweet, and it was just the tweet, and I clicked on the tweet, and it was a Republican candidate posting this oh. on their profile. That or maybe it was a Democratic candidate like saying that it was a bad thing or something. But they just posted it, and I see it quickly. I remember I was like driving home, and I just see it, and I watched it, and I didn't see anything else. I just watched it, and I wrote back, and I was like, oh, cool, Like that's what I did. <laughs> And he was like, "Uh, Arasha, like, have you seen the comments? And so then I went into it and people were like bashing it, right? Not specifically me, but just being like, this is awful, this is stupid, like, whatever, like, all of this, like, negative comments. Um, This hurts
1: me. Oh, yeah. Like, ugh.
2: So then I went back and I was like, people aren't really liking it. (laughs) And he was like, well, are you catching like what exactly it is? (laughs) And all of a sudden, I am like,
0: oh no oh. oh
2: no 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 and I was driving again I remember specifically because I was like okay I got to call like 10 people the first one being my manager yeah. and I was like do I make a statement like oh.
0: and <laughs> do <she was laughs> I <like, laughs> make a
2: statement she was like it's, like, it's no, okay
0: if I have to pay on a date <laughs>
2: I'll pay. She was like she was like do not do anything make a statement to what she was like it's fine like I don't think that many people are going to see this like if it blows up like we'll come up with something But we do not need to worry about it right now Like you didn't know Like hopefully most people are going to realize That you didn't know Like it's going to be okay Like let's just like keep calling And and I think she was like If at Smosh like they say anything Like you can have them talk to me If they're like worried And I was like no they're not worried about me So I was like it's fine We're going to figure it out Okay so this Um, is recent no, it was like a year and a, a half ago, maybe, maybe yeah. a year ago. Yeah. It was a for while reason? ago. And then I remember I called like the other girls on the set too, and I was like, Did you guys know? And they were like, No. They're like, and I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? Just yeah. um, so I, I like proceeded to panic for like the next hour as I was like making calls and like freaking out. And essentially everyone was just like, It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Oh no! And then you get roasted on Anthony's funeral.
0: (laughs) And then it gets brought back up. And it gets
1: brought back up, and you're like, "Oh,
0: well, you're never safe." No,
2: it was totally fair game. And again, like, I am actually grateful that it was brought up because I did need to uh, make a statement. Make a statement, and that's that's what I'm doing now. I get to make it. I remember I did a commercial
0: for some like mobile app like forever ago, and I still don't know what it was. Yep, I'm just like. It's so easy. It, you've e- probably, e- probably e- never seen it. You, it's Sometimes yeah. You, you
1: just don't know. You really yeah.
0: don't know for a lot of stuff, and you show up and you do it commercials. Are really you show up and they're often filming like multiple kind of commercials in one day. Oh yeah, for the same thing. So you're just kind of going, and you just you often don't have lines or whatever. But yeah,
1: and and a lot of the auditions don't tell you the product at all. They don't even tell you what it is. Right. I've had that happen to me a few times. But then it's like. If you book it, then it's a product that you know and you're like, oh, okay. yeah. Like the w- the recent one that I did, it was for Ac- Acre-sure. Okay. I had no idea what it was. And then I booked it and they're like, oh yeah, it's with Lionel Richie. And I was like, what? Oh, sick. <laughs> what? And I met his stand-in. Okay. And his stand-in was just like, I don't even know who I'm standing in for. And I was like, you're standing in for Lionel Richie. And he was like, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Lionel Richie, what an amazing person. Oh, wow, yeah? He was amazing. Wow. Very humble, shook everyone's hand. Unlike unlike Ryan Reynolds, knew everyone's name. Lionel Richie, he's got
0: the right stuff.
2: Ryan knew my name. (laughs) He just forgot it and then remembered when he asked me again. God,
1: (laughs) we're going to be working together, Arasha. We met.
0: But I think I'm going to download the right stuff so that I... Okay.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, honestly, Shane, you'd probably crush on the right yeah, stuff. Yeah, actually, get on there. No. And Shane, go with the mohawk, too. Shane, That'll oh do you God, well. Oh, God, yeah. You would crush on oh, the right stuff. Me, right. they'd be like, you're a lesbian, correct? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would do great. <laughs> my only
0: thought, my thought, my genuine thought when I saw that that commercial I was I was just like, there are no women on that dating app. There's no, no fucking way. No <laughs> way. so
1: the, the commercial, you guys aren't on the... You guys aren't talking. on the dating app, right? No. You're just like tr- having bad dates and then like get on the right, so you're not technically even on the dating I'm app. not even on it. We're hey. literally,
2: we're at this party talking about our bad dates. You know, I had a similar experience. This guy seemed normal on his profile. But when we went out, he asked, Oh, do you mind paying? I left my gift card in my other fanny pack.
0: I guarantee you, that the the whole premise of that was to get it, to to sway a bunch of dudes, a bunch of toxic dudes, into getting on it and paying some sort of amount, and just getting a bunch of them on there. And then if it doesn't succeed, whatever, they get a bunch of money. And then
1: they all date each other.
0: Then they all date each other. <laughs> hey.
1: Again, I I,
2: I, I I can only say positive things about the production. Like sure. they were well, none all, of the production. They're I, hired. I they
1: probably for didn't that, even know then. either. Yeah, like the client they were just, and the production, they they aren't really linked in, except for like during the process of choosing who it is. Exactly,
2: exactly. Yeah. So you really you really never know when you go on right. these sets. No. Um, it's, 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 it makes me laugh too, because you said that you had shown up uh, to a set and you had like a gun pointed at
0: you. Because
2: <laughs> literally, you like. And like, then we no. started rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I told you this once too, like my very first student film, it was a student music video. Um, and oh. I showed up to that set. Oh, it's as bad as it sounds. Um, I didn't even actually continue it because when I got there, um, I've definitely told you this, Shane, Because I get there and production starts handing out weed, and they're like, "So we're gonna have you guys smoke this."
1: <laughs> Dude, they're
2: like bikinis only. Weed, yes. They yeah. they literally
0: they literally handed drugs out and said smoke. This.
2: They were like, "You're gonna smoke this in the background of the club," and we were like.
0: I also want to point out, look, morals aside, Production-wise, any production person here would be like, "That cost is so unnecessary." Okay, yeah. That is so much money that you are wasting. Well,
2: that's the thing too. When I say production, I mean a student. (laughs) (laughs) The student came over and was like, "Yo, here's some of my weed. Smoke it in the back for my sick
1: music." Honestly, the student film that I did that I wish would never exist was me playing Aaron Brockovich.
0: (laughs) Guys, did you guys just remake Aaron Brockovich?
1: What? We just remade Aaron
0: Brockovich, Aaron Brockovich. reloaded!
1: No. We just did a scene from what? Aaron Brockovich. What? It's not a that's not a I can't a student I searched for it! We gotta find I, it! I gotta find it because it's just it's not a student film, it's just a scene from Aaron Brockovich and it's so awkward. It's just me going through the filing cabinet and I'm wearing the smallest mini skirt. And I'm like, why did I? And I'm going through, <laughs> I'm going through a filing cabinet and I'm like, they're just boobs <laughs> or whatever line I had. And I'm like, I look back, I'm like, what, what, what did I do? Oh. I can't even use that for my reel. It's literally already a movie.
0: Oh, my God. But,
1: hey, the jobs we accept for... You probably didn't get paid for that. Oh, of course not. You don't
0: get paid for those.
1: I, no. like, I got, like, a voucher, which I never saw. No. To
0: see Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, uh, we have a little end segment we want to do. Mine ties in with all of this. Yes. Okay. Uh, a little end segment called Jaw Drop. Yep. Where we say something about ourselves or some just some sort of thing that'll make the other people's jaw drop. Uh, something shocking, something fascinating. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Amanda, do you want to start?
1: I'll start. It's I don't even know. Is it that I... you
0: did a student film it's... where you were Aaron Brockovich? Because that that already dropped a lot.
1: Yeah. This is more of a jaw drop that's like something very embarrassing. And I thought about it this morning. So when I was acting, I also was bartending to forever to like pay the bills. There was a guy who came up to me. And you know how when you see an actor, your first thought is, how do I know that person? Mm. And you think you know them as a a friend or whatever first, which is kind of weird. This guy came up to me and came up to me and went, hey. And I'm not kidding. I thought he was an old friend of mine from Groundlings. I hugged him so hard. I was like, hey man, oh my God, how are you? And I found myself rubbing his arm for like ever.
0: This is the standard, Amanda, hello.
1: I, <laughs> my <laughs> hand was like gripping his arm, going up and down his arm, being like, how are you? How is everything? Wow. It's been so long since I've seen you. I thought he was someone from my class. And I was like, whatever happened with that class? And he went, I'm sorry. I was just looking for the bathroom. <laughs> He's a famous actor.
0: Can you say what actor?
1: I forget his name, but he was on Orange is the New Black. He was one of the leads of Orange is the New Uh, Black. Is it Jason Biggs? No, no, no. I know Jason Biggs. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't rub his arm. No, no. Wow, so you just. So I was just like, oh my God, how are you? I think I hugged him twice. 'Cause I was like, I know him, I know him, I know him, I know him and then he wasn't weirded out. He was like, Oh yeah.
0: That just happens to him. He was like, Yeah,
1: yeah, that's so nice of you. Um, I just was wondering where the bathroom is. And then I was like, Oh, it's right up there. And he walked away and I went, and it all hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, and I was watching Orange is the new black during that time. So Uh a while ago. And I was like,
0: okay, okay.
1: oh my god, I don't know him. He's just a famous actor. And I just—he'll
0: never forget that. I
1: rubbed his arm, and honestly, he wasn't upset, but he was—he was so nice and polite. Everyone loves an arm rub. Oh, (laughs)
0: god, from strangers?
1: Yeah, that's
2: great. Great. Uh, Great
0: I've definitely done that before, not to that degree. Okay. But I definitely saw someone once at a party, and I was like, hey, it's good to see you again. And he was like, yeah, man. And, I, and then I walked away. I was like, wait, that was just Jason Ritter. <laughs> that wasn't. That, I just watched him in a movie. That wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so you did uh, see him uh, again. No. Okay,
1: that's my jaw drop. That's, just our that that were that our awesome. jaws were dropped. That was awesome. Our jaws were dropped.
0: Shad. Okay, so uh, I've talked to Amanda about this. Amanda knows this, but yeah. I want to say it here because it's a okay. crazy fact. Okay. So my first ever trip to L.A., I come out here for a workshop like a cast director workshop. So I am 14 years old and I come out here and I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to go in there and they're going to be like, Whoa, all eyes are gonna be on me. Like <laughs> I was just buying into the fantasy and I'm just like, cause you, you that, there's that myth of like the people who make it, they know they're going to make it. Right, yeah. They know. And I'm like, at this point I know that's bullshit. Yeah. But I, I was like, okay, like I got to walk in there and I'm, I'm Shane top. Like, you know, <laughs> And there were, uh, there just a, there was like maybe uh, like a dozen or so kids in this workshop. But there were two other dudes in this workshop. Uh, similar age to me, similar look. And it was like already just like right in my face of just, oh, this is gonna be a lot harder than I thought. And I'm Ooh. not special. <laughs> the two people, <laughs> the two other dudes in this class, um, one was Sterling Knight. Who I would later work with on yeah. So Random yeah. and stuff. Uh, I knew him a lot through my teenage years. A great guy. The other person in this acting class was Austin Butler. <laughs> <laughs> just I <laughs> was already to do Elvis. And already at 14, I was just like, hey, man, ah, you're really good looking. Like, <laughs> just like, okay.
2: Oh my like, God. Right. You're so hey, man, <laughs> how's
0: it going? Um, no, uh, back
2: then he was on, back then he was like, background, right, on like, Ned's Declassified. Uh,
0: a little bit, he started booking, actually, pretty quickly. Yeah, Uh and, and I that's, he was, he's unfortunately so nice. Uh, he was a super chill dude, uh, really cool. Um, we even exchanged numbers at the time, I doubt that's his You're number. You're like, anymore. I can't wait to write. Yeah, it. I should call him up and be like,
1: Austin, what's going on, hey, how's dude? The, how was Elvis? Uh, no, he was know? a
0: super, super chill dude, and what's been funny is, I have not seen him since, but, like, just every step of the way, like, I, I've just been observing his career. He was on the episode of iCarly before my episode of iCarly. Oh, my God. Like, stuff like that. Like, just, and then um, just going back to the whole comparison thing, like, oh. it's just like, okay, you've been nominated for an Oscar and stuff. But I'm like, whatever. My career is my career. Yes. Um, I have, like I said, I've gone through times, this was years ago, where I was just like, fuck.
1: Yeah.
2: He
0: what he made it and I, I didn't, but Ugh. I'm like, no, I
2: not yet. Bullshit. No. It's but bullshit. also you made it.
0: I no, I'm super happy. Exactly. Um, I just think it's really funny. It's that... it's a really funny story. It's, no, that is really So funny. anytime people talk about Austin Butler, I just I immediately I go back You're to like, my
2: Yeah, like, oh my best bud?
0: Or my what's up? My bro, I have his number. My bro, Austin awesome that That's Yay. a jaw drop um, sure. That's fun. Yeah, so it's super insane. Damn.
2: Okay, I've got a jaw drop for you guys. I guess um, it's not going to be about acting though. I didn't. That's okay. I didn't nicely segue that because I just thought of that's this. That's fine. Um, but trigger warning,
0: poop. Oh. Um. I was so, no.
2: so when I went right. to uh, <laughs> India for the first time. Uh, it was when well actually I was born there so I, technically this is the second time but when I went as like a conscious person yeah um, yeah I was I think fifteen maybe fourteen or fifteen um, and I had no idea what India was going to be like um, mm. so when I went there it was complete culture shock I just was like oh my gosh I felt like I felt like a little American princess like being like what and like what's that smell and and oh my god I need this and I need that and I just was very shocked um one of the things that I was also very uh shocked at was that in some parts of India instead of a toilet there's just a hole in the ground um and I (laughs) didn't accept that
0: toilets are kind of (laughs) holes in the ground just with a nice little Seat. Seat. Yeah. Yeah. Above the toilet. And the that
1: seat provides so much Oh, it really, it,
0: yeah, it's kind of great.
2: Without it, you're very vulnerable.
1: I did hear pooping in a hole like full squat is better for you. Yes, yes, it definitely is. I don't know why I heard is. that, but. So,
0: okay.
2: So I uh, didn't want to do that. Um, <laughs> so I held my poop in for seven days. <gasps> Um and that wasn't the end of the trip. I was there for three weeks, but at the end of like seven days, we went to like my mom's sister's place, and she had a normal toilet. So I was like. Freedom. Did so I ran over there and I <laughs> took a shit. And it then was, you made national news house
0: is in <laughs> India. Guys, house
2: is
1: destroyed. I feel
2: like I was giving birth.
0: Like, uh, yeah. it hurt. Were you also, cause I'm assuming, were you eating any spicy foods
1: while you were there? Um I don't know if this was a jaw drop. You know, your jaws were dropped. I looked at both of your jaws dropped.
0: my jaws dropped.
2: Look, that's the craziest thing I could think of in just a few minutes. I think it's
1: That's insane. Does your aunt know that you ruined her bathroom? Oh, she knew before.
2: I was like,
0: where's the bathroom? Your girl's fault? Look, without going into detail, (laughs) was was the bath, like, did they have to call people to come fix things. No,
2: I didn't I didn't need to
1: I don't fix know. things.
0: If, if I waited 7 days that I used the bathroom, I'd be like, you need to call You're You need to call multiple services. You are the
1: right stuff, no. honey. You're different.
2: Trust me, whatever I did went down smoothly but I was fighting for my life oh my on that God, toilet. Oh my God. I was like hand on the wall, like I needed the railing to like keep me down. Cut,
1: <laughs> cut to like Arash's family and the aunt like eating cookies and they're like, so how was your trip? Oh, it was lovely. <laughs> what is that? And it's like. <gasps> <gasps> it's like slamming its wall, it's like. Trip went well. She's doing fine. Really? She sounds yeah. like she's dying in there. So, so
0: The next time someone's uh, talking to you, they're like, hey, I'm going to India. Do you have any advice? You're just like, take take a shit. <laughs> Hold your shit. <laughs> take a shit. Just take a shit. And you're there right like, when what? You there,
2: right <laughs> when you get there, just
0: poop. Just poop, just man. Poop just right just do it. Just do it. Don't just worry about
1: really it. Do it. Yeah. Um, wow. So I survived that.
0: Arasha, that was... Uh, that
1: wasn't no, that was a
0: I think you body won. drop. I think you won that. I think Austin Butler <laughs> S- Yeah, loses literally. Too, and uh, like arm Sorry, Elvis. Rub of, um our God. celebrity <laughs> stories don't matter in no. the face of that. Yeah, yeah. I already um, told
2: my celebrity story. So Ryan and I, yeah, you know, it's yeah, 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 yeah. not important.
0: Yeah. Um wow. Rasha, thanks for being here. Yeah,
1: we learned a lot about acting oh, and God. how we feel about it. And yes.
0: don't become an actor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. don't. Don't become an actor unless it's like a burning desire and you can't do anything yeah. else. I,
2: I feel like I could talk about acting for hours. Too. Oh, for like sure. Just for inside sure. of our conversation, I, I know that I could feel so many like stories. There were so and many questions and...
0: I had on here that we didn't get to. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. be back. All
0: right. All right. All right. Thank you, Arash. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. And
2: thank you. And thank
1: you.
0: Thank you. And we'll see you next time, next Saturday. And hey, poop.
1: Next Saturday.
0: The next. I... <laughs> What do I say? Well, yeah, I don't know. Next Monday.
1: Are you okay? I'm not.